from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks. Welcome back to The Joy of Booking. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. It has been a little while since I have talked with you, uh, at least for me. Um, although I will say no one mentioned the fact that there was not an episode on Monday, which not necessarily a big deal, but I suppose it's worth noticing that no one seemed to notice. I'm eating a chicken burger. I'm home for the day. Uh, some, so there's something about December and what I'm about to talk about is really funny when you consider what the topic of this show is going to be. Um, the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is a really dumb time for public schools to be in session, in person, uh, especially during a pandemic, but I would argue just in general. Um, everybody, you know, is tired. We've had the summer off. We've worked. And I know teachers get summers off. Kids get summers off. Those of you who work 12 month a year jobs probably feel a little sympathy for us. And that's fine. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, you know, it just, they, you have this big holiday, you have Thanksgiving, the Christmas season starts, and then you go back to school for like three and a half weeks and then you're off again. And what am I supposed to do during this time? What are, you know, there are little units that I try to do, which makes sense in that sort of time span. But the kids are already thinking about Santa. They're thinking about their secret elf that's out or their elf on the shelf. I suppose secret elf is a different thing. Chicken burger is really good. Um, and then also, and maybe this is more along the lines of the pandemic sort of thing. All of these kids who we are trying to keep safe and healthy, some of them are getting vaccinated, some of them are not. Um, they all go spend time with their families and everyone's tired of the pandemic. So they took their masks off. So numbers are going up, up, up. Plus all just the normal November, December germs. All of these kids still think it's summer, so they don't want to bring winter coats to school. They want to run around outside with no coat on. Um, so needless to say, there was a stomach bug going around, started in my wife's school. She happened to get it. And because we share everything, my wife and I, I got it too. Uh, so these chicken burgers that I made are the first real food that I've had besides like you know, rolls and butter and ginger ale and saltines um, in about 36 hours. And they are delicious. I let them cook a little bit extra on one side. So I don't know if you can hear that crunch, but there's a crunch to it. It's really good. So I've got my blueberry pomegranate seltzer. I got my water. I got my chicken burger. I'm home for the day. It's about one o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't podcast yesterday because I just wasn't feeling up to it. I wasn't, you know, vomiting or anything like that. You just felt gross. Um, 
And I said to myself, self, you know what you haven't done? You haven't finished your baking show tournament. You did episode one, but you didn't do episode two. And you finished season 10. Uh, there's a whole thing going on in the U.S., Glenn. I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, some of the earlier seasons, the Mary Berry years, the Sue and Mel years, are leaving Netflix, which is disappointing. They'll probably go to PBS or somewhere else. I'll have to find them elsewhere. But I should do this tournament. Um, so if you missed episode one, we took about 60 or so, five seasons worth of Bake Off contestants, and we did a March Madness-style tournament. And we're going to do that again. Now, this time it's a little bit different because this time it's not the last five seasons. It is, in fact, one of the earliest seasons, the one that in the U.S. Netflix is called The Beginnings, and then the last four seasons. Um, so I don't remember which seasons are which. I'm not going to say that. I don't think that part is relevant. If you are familiar with The Baking Show, you will enjoy this episode. If you are not familiar with The Baking Show, um, hopefully there are parts of this episode that you will enjoy. But I also understand that this might not be your particular cup of J-O-B-T. Um, I'll get back into the tag team tournament. I'll get back into the Marvel rankings with the next episodes. This one is for the Bake Off fans and really just for me. I didn't print out a bracket. Um, what I did is I have everything here. I have everyone seeded. Um, you know, the winners obviously were number one seeds. One of them was a number two seed. And just we went down the line. Uh, and so I think what I can do is I can just go across here. Uh, now, can I select all... If I randomize this, will it work? Let me see. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to randomize once, randomize twice, randomize three times. If I look ahead, um, I may tweak some things to make for better, uh, for better audio and just because there are certain people that I want to do well. God, these burgers are good. Like four little patties, ground chicken, breadcrumbs, salt and pepper extra long sear on the pan mm. I shouldn't eat more I ate four little ones they're little they're I don't know what's a good describe they would be considered small slider size there's no bun there's no veggies that go with it it's literally I'm just eating meat picking up meat with my fingers I'm pulling it in my mouth that's great it's really good I made four I have some leftover meat. I could make another probably two or three, but I shouldn't. But I might. All right. So, yeah, so I might tweak some things. It's my tournament. I don't care. Glenn won't mind. Really, he's who I'm doing this for. Glenn, this is for you. This is pretty much an episode for you. The weird thing is the Manson family would enjoy this episode, but they're never going to listen to it. Sadly. So, here we go. Uh, we begin, as always, with a number one, number 16 seed. Uh, there are three buys. The one um, lone 16 seed is a guy named Dan. I loved Dan. I saw, when I watch the first episodes of a season, I usually pick one or two people and I go, these are my people. 
And inevitably, um, as we've seen, you know, Diana in the the season that Nancy wound up winning, the one who took Ian's baked Alaska out of the freezer, um, she was one of my people. She was out. Um, let me think. Yan was one. Yan lasted a while. But Dan was one of my people. Dan had long hair, up in a bun, tattoos, a beard, looked a bit like if you cross Drew McIntyre with Killian Dane. Like Drew McIntyre's body shape, but Killian Dane's hair and features and things. Although Killian Dane is bald now. Um, but I liked Dan. He was eliminated in the first episode, and I was sad because I thought he was good. Uh, and he is going up against the person who won that season, who is David. I never, the more I watch these seasons again, the more I appreciate David. David was in the season with, uh, was that Alice and Steph and was that Henry? Yeah, Henry was, it's a good season. Um, Was Steph in there with Henry or am I confusing two seasons? I could look, hold on, there's Alice. Yep, it is Uh, because I have them all color coded. Uh, That was a very good season. Probably one of my favorites in terms of the cast as a whole. Uh, I didn't care for David at first. Uh, he, he's grown on me. Um, he's not. He doesn't have the same kind of charisma that I'm looking for. I am tempted to give Dan the win, but I shall not. David shall advance. All right. Next up, uh, an 8-9 matchup from the same season. George and Amanda. George looks like Rusev. Or Eddie Kingston, now come to think of it, um, to keep things in a wrestling perspective for you. George looked a bit like Rusev or Eddie Kingston. I liked George. Not Well, of course they're all good bakers. In the span of the season, not a great baker, but personality was there. I liked that he embraced the Greekness. Um, I put links in here to be able to see who the bakers are. Now it's saying it's not working. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's who it is. All right. And so George is taking on Amanda. Same season. Uh, the current season. The last season. The most recent season. Uh, Amanda was a police detective, I want to say. She doesn't look like she should be a police detective. At one point, she's like swimming in a river. And they talked about that she enjoys going freshwater swimming, which was a weird. That's not something that people talk about in America. I don't know if that's a UK thing, but that was weird. Um <clears throat> I, they were both fine. I think I liked George a skosh better. So uh, Amanda will be eliminated and George will advance. He will take on David. Uh, also from that season, Ermine. Hermine. I know we pronounce the H's in Britain. Hermine. Hermine was great. I liked Hermine. She was very talented. I uh, was a fan of her patisserie. Um... She was very good. You know, she came in, I don't remember, fifth or sixth, which was probably right for that group. Um, But she was very, very good. She is taking on Antony, the 12th seed from a different season. Antony um, was from India, I want to say. There was one point where they have to make, I don't remember if he was making naan. And he talks about how, you know, where he's from, they make roti. He's from a different part of India, which we don't think of. America, I don't know how the UK feels about it, but in America, at least for me, my ignorant American self, um, India is India. 
You know, I even in the we don't even understand that in Italy, northern Italy uses olive oil, southern Italy uses butter, or maybe that's switched. I can't remember. Maybe it's switched. Uh, I learned that from watching Mario Batali. Molto Mario. Molto Mario. Molto Mario. Can you tell I'm by myself and have not spoken to anyone in a few hours as I'm singing? Uh, but we don't understand that northern Indian and southern Indian cuisines are different. We don't understand that northern China and southern Chinese cuisines are different. I learned that watching a video just the other day. Uh, regardless, Anthony was great. Well, no, he wasn't great. He was fine. Uh, Hermine wins. Hermine wins. We get Alice. Uh, also from the season of David and Steph and such. This is a weird thing to say. And the first thing I noticed about Alice was that she had large teeth. I'm not saying that is a good thing or a bad thing. It was just the first physical feature of someone that you notice. I noticed uh, George's beard. You noticed... Uh, you know, uh, going going ahead a bit to other people, you notice Giuseppe's wild hair, his kind of Einstein-style hair. The first thing I noticed about Alice was she had large teeth. Um, Alice was fine. She was a teacher. I don't believe for a second she brings her cakes in to teach geology or geography lessons. Don't believe that for a second. All of that stuff is dumb. Um, she cried in the finals because her parents weren't going to make it. I found that annoying. It was probably made sense given all the pressure of everything, but I found that annoying. Um, but I'm I'm a horrible person. So uh, she is taking on Victoria. Again, my links keep redirecting, which is annoying. Uh, Victoria, who was a 13th seed. I don't know who that is, so let me see. Victoria Pro... Oh! Victoria was in the beginnings one. She was in the beginnings, ones that you find on the U.S. Netflix. This is the season that was finalized by Brendan, John, and James. I, again, thought Victoria had, I thought she was going to make it all the way through. I think she was Star Baker in, season, in episode one. She was great. Uh, I thought she was very good. And then she bombed, and she was one of the few people, uh, when they do the interviews, to say, well, I'm going home. And I thought that was very good because, you know, she, she did. She did go wind up going home. I thought there was such potential there, so much so that I'm going to do an upset here, and the number 13th seed, Victoria, is going to defeat the number four seed, Alice. Alice was very good. She was a good baker. Um, she just wasn't my cup of tea. That's all. Uh, you know who was my cup of tea? Mark. Now, this was a season with two Marks and a Mac, which was very weird. I don't know why they cast it that way. This was Mark with a C. He had a prosthetic leg. Um, he worked with, I think this is like Matt Lucas's first season. He worked with a guy, a kid named Josh. They talked to Josh in one of those. I thought Mark was great. His kids came to see him when he won Star Baker. He got all emotional. That to be, so, okay, so <clears throat> why did that get to me and make me like him more? But Alice crying, I think Alice crying over her parents was just like, you're an adult. Like crying because your kids are proud of you. That's a, that's a sentimental moment. That's sweet. Crying because your parents, I, it just seemed weird. It just seemed weird. Uh, but I liked Mark a lot. I can't remember if he was Mark L or not. Um, he's going to take on Michelle. She was Welsh. I am fascinated with the Welsh language. There are so many consonants. So many consonants. Uh, Michelle was good. Uh, very interested in her son's rugby team, which I thought was a little weird. Um, 
Like that was mentioned at least three times. Obviously, one video that they spliced into three different sections. But Mark's getting at the win there. Chigs. Oh, Chigs. We have a battle of the the recent season here at Chigs. What can we say about Chigs? There's a lot of drama with Chigs. This is why I wish Mrs. Manson would listen to this episode. There's a lot of drama with Chigs. Chigs was a great story, and it didn't hurt that he was an attractive man. Looked a bit like De Niro, looked a bit like Pacino. You know, an attractive sort of a sort of fella. Um, he didn't bake until the pandemic, allegedly. That's what the story tells us. He makes it to the finals. Um, some people didn't think he should, but he makes it to the finals. Great story. I like Chiggs. He's taken on Mac. I didn't care for Mac. Mac was eliminated early. We don't have to talk about him much. Chiggs wins. Next up, John. I think I know who John is, but let's just be sure. Why is it sending me to this? I don't remember this being... Who is... Oh, this John. Okay, I thought there were two Johns. John with the Hawaiian shirts. John was funny. John wore the Hawaiian shirts. Apparently, he lets his kids pick out which Hawaiian shirt he's going to wear to school every day, which I th- or to work every day. I don't think it's I think it's a deliverer, delivery driver or something. I don't remember. But John was good. Everyone wore Hawaiian shirts when John was eliminated, which was cute. Um, and he is taking on Linda. Linda, there's a lot of these characters. They got a lot of characters. A lot of the people in this show who were characters, really. They're playing a part remind me of people from my life. Linda very much reminded me of an aunt I have, my dad, the champ's sister. Uh, She is incredibly sweet, completely ditzy, um, very lovely, means well, but is just a little bit weird and a little bit ditzy and is now an anti-vaxxer, which is a problem. Um, But Linda had that sort of element to me. She looked a little bit like her. You know, at one point she's like fishing on a beach somewhere, which I thought was weird. Um, I liked Linda. You knew she wasn't going to last very long, but, you know, Ki- Flo was better. If you remember Flo, Flo was better. But they always need a, sort of an elderly woman who makes it about a third to a halfway through. You know, they're trying to recapture that Nancy magic and it's just not going to happen. Uh, we will give John the win over uh, Linda. All right, John wins with the Hawaiian shirts. All right, let's talk about one of my favorite bakers in any season. Let's talk about Brendan. Brendan is from the beginnings, and he is, in many ways, he is the movie villain. He is the mustachio-twirling movie villain, but not even the mustachio tour. He is Jeremy Irons in Die Hard 3 kind of movie villain. He is incredibly confident. He's incredibly skilled. And he's not above saying that he's incredibly skilled. Uh, We just watched this season again recently, and I'm just cackling with glee at the prick-like comments that Brendan is making. And my wife is turning to me going, why do you like this? And I go, I don't know, but it's amazing. I wanted him to win and just just drink in uh, the, the, the despair of everyone else. I wanted him to crush his enemy. Oh, Brendan. Uh, yeah, you're beating Jamie, the annoying frat boy with a twin who showed up in a holiday episode, which was really dumb that they let him show up in a holiday episode. All right, 
We'll talk more about Brendan, I'm sure. But now we got to talk about one of my other favorites, probably the favorite to win this entire tournament, the winner of the most recent season, my Giuseppe. Oh, Giuseppe. Giuseppe looks... Uh, I I think I mentioned this in um, in a in a DDT wrestling episode. Giuseppe looks like our friend Tall Guy a bit. If Tall Guy um, was a hippie, uh, not not totally not totally so. But the fact that he was so tall, and, you know. But I loved Giuseppe, and oh, when that show ended, that story you knew as soon as he's crying because his dad posted a video that said he was proud of him. You knew for a fact that Giuseppe was going to win, and sure enough, he did. Oh, we'll talk more about how amazing Giuseppe is. He gets a buy. Let's move on. Um, Mark. This is the other Mark. So this is the Mark that looks a bit like our friend, the puppeteer. Um, Mark, farewell letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mark reminded me of our friend the puppeteer, just kind of a larger guy, big smile, little goofy. Mark was great, uh, but there's a tough matchup here because he's taken on Karen. Karen, again, you need the older woman to try to recapture that Nancy magic. And the thing that I loved about Karen, similarly to, an in, well, no, not similarly to Brendan, Karen didn't care. She works in a supermarket handing out the free samples. She's got to have sass. And if you're going to succeed in that job, if you're going to be standing at the end of an aisle in the supermarket with a little counter in front of you and you're making Swedish meatballs and sort of like a Dutch oven style thing, you have to be sassy and you have to be personable. You're essentially the bartender of the shopping center. And she was amazing. And, you know, she the thank you for the feedback. You know, she was grateful. She had a little bit of an edge to her. I liked Karen. And I liked Karen so much. I like Mark. I wish they both could advance. Should I switch it? Should I switch it? No, we'll keep it. We'll keep it, keep it. But I, sorry, Mark. You were good. Don't get me wrong. You won Star Baker at one point. But Karen was amazing. I want Karen back. I want Flo back. I just want all the the... I wanted a season. I want so many different seasons of the show. I want a season where there's partners. I want all that. I want a season of just the sassy older people. Give me Brendan. Give me Karen. Give me Flo. Give me Linda. Just a grandma, grandpa season, and I will love every minute of it. Uh, Danny. Oh, Danny. Danny was a semifinalist in the beginning season. Intensive care worker. She gets bonus points for when John slices his finger and is like bleeding out of his glove profusely which was a little gross and almost unbelievable she like jumped up and took care of it which was good uh but she's again tough matchup here she's taken on rowan rowan the flute player rowan the music teacher rowan the guy with the vests another one that i picked out and said he's gonna go far and he didn't go far at all he made it three episodes i think but i liked rowan I liked him. He was whimsical. He was whimsical. He had big dreams. He couldn't live. He couldn't fulfill them, but he had big dreams. He was whimsical. I liked Rowan. Rowan advances. The number 12 seed makes it. Uh, Brienne. They didn't ever mention the handicap that I'm aware of. 
But Briani made it, again, I think to the semifinals with essentially one hand. And, you know, again, I give them credit for not mentioning it. They didn't make it a big deal. She did perfectly fine. But you know that if that was in America, they'd be interviewing, like, the doctors. They'd be doing, like, they would have just made a show of it. And I'm glad they didn't. But Brianne was great. She gets an easy win over Jarzinho, who I don't, I remember what he looks like, but I don't remember anything about him, except at one point I think he's just reading a book in his living room, and it was dumb. Oh, this is, oh, I don't know if I can let this matchup happen. I think I got to change something. Hold on. Oh, no. Ooh, all the 11 seeds are good. Uh, oh, what to do? The six seeds are actually good, too. Oh, this is not fair. Oh, these are not, none of these matchups are fair. Okay, we're going to make the best of it. Uh, Catherine, from the beginnings, adorable. You know, this this younger mom, single mom. I think she's a single mom. I never saw a husband. Uh, but single mom, I, I could be totally wrong on that. Um, making flirty eyes at Paul Hollywood. Let's just be honest. There were a couple of times she was making flirty eyes at Paul Hollywood. I don't necessarily think she meant anything by it. I think Paul was probably being flirty. And she, you know, I get yelled at by this, by my wife. She yells at me for... Um, assuming that Paul's flirting with all of them. Why wasn't Paul flirting with with the guys? For all we know, that's why John won. John won because he put out. Oh, by myself. Oh, don't leave me by myself. Oh, if my wife were in the other room, I would have never said that. Oh, my God. Yeah, John put put that on a T-shirt. I've missed you. I've missed talking to you. All right, but Catherine was great. She was cute. Um, If this show had come out when I was a teenager, I would have been in love with Catherine. I would have. And she's going up against Maggie, another one of the older ones. Apparently, they said she looked like Prue. I didn't see that because she doesn't look like Prue. She looks like my mother-in-law. Creepily so, in fact. Of course, my wife didn't see it, but I saw it. Creepily so. She looks like my mother-in-law. Um, you know, she and and she was a she was she a midwife? Uh, my mother-in-law works in you know, or worked past tense uh, in you know in the in delivery rooms as a nurse. So very creepy sort sort of similarities there. Uh, difficult, difficult, difficult matchup. I wish I could switch it around. I'm sure there will come a time where this there are other matchups that I don't care about either of them, but I'm going to go with... Who do I want to pick? Let me sip my water and think about it. Oh, man, John put out. <laughs> um, I think Maggie had more fun. She seemed to have more fun. Catherine, this was, this was, you know, some of this was rough for her. She went through an ordeal. And, and there's, a, there's a point to be made that that's why she should win this matchup. But I'm going to go with Maggie because Maggie had more fun. So Maggie gets the upset win, an 11 seed over a 6. We've got Steph, who everyone thought was going to win that season that David won. And then she fell apart a bit uh, in the final. Did not do well at all. 
um, maybe collapsed under the pressure. Maybe she was this little peanut of a thing um, who obviously uh, was very shy and introverted. And this was a this was a big it, it seemed like. It seemed like that was the character they were trying to portray. And it seemed like, you know, we watched her come out of her shell a bit. So I could totally see a situation in which she sort of crumbled under the pressure of being in the final. Or she just had some bad bakes. But Steph was good. Natasha. Who the heck's Natasha? I should just automatically give them a win if I don't know who they are. But let's let's actually take a minute and try to make sure we know. It's a 3-14 matchup. Oh, okay. Um, Natasha was good. She was, again, in the, bake, the beginning season, uh, and she was eliminated early. So Steph gets the win. Ryan. Ryan's the PE teacher, right, and the rugby player? No, is that Stuart? Who the heck is Ryan? Let's go look. Oh, Key Lime Pie Man. Ryan, the reason we know Ryan is because he made per perhaps the world's greatest Key Lime Pie. Paul Hollywood loved it. He won Star Baker just because he made such a good Key Lime Pie. Um, you know, again, Ryan had some Raoulish tendencies, was a little nervous, kept pushing his glasses up. Uh, you know, I find it, they must do this on purpose. They must do this on purpose. The producers who are producing a wrestling show. Let's be honest here. Everything is wrestling. The people who are producing the Bake Off are producing a wrestling show. And they want all the different characters. And they need people. You want a couple of people who are willing to stand up to Paul Hollywood or Mary Berry. Not that Mary Berry is very aggressive. Some people she can be. Or, or Prue. And you want people who will be absolutely terrified of Paul Hollywood and Prue because that makes for better television. And so you need someone like Ryan who's a little mousy, a little fidgety, um, you know, and then produces an amazing key lime pie. Uh, and Ryan is taking on Manisha from the same season. Um, again, it's a cultural thing. I, I bristled at the idea that Manisha does her job as a teacher and then has to rush home to prepare all of the meals for her dad and her brothers. It is a cultural thing that I don't agree with, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame them because it's just, it's a cultural thing, but Ryan and his key lime pie shall advance. All right. I forgot that these are long episodes because we're, we're not even halfway through the first round. Uh, Christelle. Christelle, 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 my wife's favorite of the most recent season. She loved Christelle. Don't know what happened to her focaccia in the final, but I think too much oil. I think actually we did know it was too much oil. Um, but Christelle did well. Let's, let's, uh, I'm not going to keep rhyming. Um, Christelle did very well with that. And, you know, she was good. Again, she was personable. She was pretty. Had she won, she would have gone on and done all the shows and, you know, would have made a very nice career for herself, probably still will. Uh, and she will easily defeat Tom, who was the first person eliminated in that season. He works at a train store and he, his baking was not very good. Uh, Peter gets a bye. Peter was the one who watched the Bake Off and then went on to win the Bake Off, which, again, great story. That's probably why he won. Uh, he gets a bye. And then we have Dan and Sarah Jane. Now, I know who Dan is. Dan, 
probably should have done way better, was a very, very good baker. I can't remember which week he got eliminated in, but it seemed like he probably should have lasted longer. Um, He seemed to do very, very well. And he is going up against Sarah Jane, who was the vicar's wife. Uh, The one who said, and this was cute, but also a little telling, you know, she was talking about the bravest thing she had ever done. If she had done this bake, it would have been the bravest thing she had ever done. But then again, up until this show, the bravest thing, or up until this moment, the bravest thing she had ever done was take the train by herself. And again, maybe it is a, maybe it is a cultural thing, but, and, and I suppose I'm trying to think about it. Have I ever gotten on a train by myself? Um, I honestly don't know if I have. I've ridden subways by myself. I've ridden a bus to New Hampshire by myself. I had to get off at a couple of stops and do that whole thing. I've never flown by myself. So I suppose I should give Sarah Jane a bit more credit. Um, she's not going to win. Dan was better. Uh, but I should give Sarah Jane more credit. And so I did just then. Moving on. All right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, the German elephant with the forearms of steel. Walter in a time machine, let's talk about Jürgen. Lots of people in the Bestie chat, and really just the Manson family, believe that Jürgen got screwed. They believe that Jürgen got screwed. He should have at least made it to the final, if not won the whole thing, and he got eliminated in the semifinal, um, which was a big, hairy deal. People were very upset about it. I liked Jürgen. But Jürgen had some of that Brendan complex. He was confident and he was skilled. And he didn't mind telling you that he was skilled. And when you're telling a story, remember we're telling a story. You know, Brendan probably would have never won. He should have won for me because I would have basked in that glory. But he shouldn't have won. You want someone that most people can cheer for. I don't know that most people were cheering for Giuseppe. I would have been fine with him making it to the final. I would have probably had a problem if he won. Um, although, I don't know. that Maybe they would have told a better story with his son playing the trombone and talking to him. I don't know. Uh, Jurgen is taking on Phil. Phil was the lorry driver. Phil was pretty good, but he is not Jurgen. So Jurgen obviously will win this matchup. Laura, who made it to the final of the Peter season, and Amelia, who, is she the young girl? I think she is. My Again, my wife liked her. That was the season, that's the David Steph season. That was the season she looked at Amelia, who was only 24 years old, and that was the one she picked. That was the one she hoped would win, and again, was disappointed when she got eliminated. But I, Laura was fine. Um some good reactions, but I didn't, you know, wasn't a huge, wasn't cheering for her. Uh, so we'll go ahead and give the win to Amelia. This is the second 13 seed to beat a fourth seed here in our tournament. All right, this matchup is just unfair. Lizzie and Sora. Uh, Lizzie was hilarious. Lizzie needs her own cooking show. I would watch every episode. Lizzie was hilarious. Lizzie, you watched the first episode, and I said to myself, self, she's eliminated. 
episode one. She's the one that's funny. She's the guy that accidentally puts salt instead of sugar, which granted John didn't. He won the Bake Off. Um, But she kept coming back. She kept making it through. And again, we're producing a wrestling show. We always want a little bit of Wrestle Silly in our wrestling show. And Lizzie gave us Wrestle Silly. So she got to stick around like Liam got to stick around because he was a little bit of Wrestle Silly. Good baker. Lizzie, good baker. But some of these decisions are made because of personalities. Um, But she's going up against Sura. Sura is the one who in the first episode, second episode, she elbows somebody's food, drops it on the floor. She starts crying. She was very funny, a dry sort of sense of humor, but she was enjoyable to watch. But she was no Lizzie. So I'm sorry, Sura. But Lizzie shall advance. This 6-11 bracket is just rough. The roughest of the group. Ruby. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Uh, Not Ruby from the original, the first episode, the tournament, obviously. Um, This is the Ruby who was way more confident compared to the other Ruby. The other Ruby cried at the drop of a hat. I didn't like that. This Ruby, very confident. Up to a point, but sure of herself, would talk to people, was personable again, probably has a career now. She's going to have a Christelle sort of thing. She probably has a career now um, as a baker or food personality, uh, and she will easily defeat Peter, um, who was eliminated very early in the beginnings episode. I think he made a Union Jack cake, and that's all I remember about Peter. Uh, Good matchup here, Michael and Freya. Michael's the one. I loved Michael. He was in, again, the David Steph series. That season might be the best overall in terms of the personalities top to bottom um, than many of the other ones. He cuts himself three times, like in the first episode. He's got glasses. Very personable. You know, um, has some low moments and is not sure if he can go on, but pulls himself out. Big smile on his face. Loved Michael. He will uh, defeat Freya. From the most recent season, Freya, I give credit, she tried to do as many vegan bakes as possible, which requires using a lot of aquafaba, which is which is not good. That's the juice from chickpeas, I'm pretty sure. Um, but Freya meant well. Freya was good, but didn't make it super far. Um, but Michael wins. All right. James, the beginning season, one of the finalists, the mad scientist James. I was sure when that final started, I was sure James was going to win. I would have bet money uh, that James was going to win because Brent, you couldn't give it to Brendan because he was he was too villainous. Um, and John was we'll get to it when we talk about John in our last first round matchup. But John was bleh. James was personable. James tried new things. He made a bicycle. He made a bicycle out of shoe pastry. Um, he was inventive. He was creative. He was great. I thought James should have won. He easily defeats Lorea in the first round. Let's go back to back here. Let's talk about John. John's going to win because his opponent is Imelda, who gets kicked out of the first episode. Um, John, I, John had a dream which was to be a baker. And the fact that he kept talking about that means probably in his head he knew that was how he was going to keep making it, besides the fact that, as we all know, 
John put out. Um, I'm so sorry. If John, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, he, he makes it to the final and he calls his mom. He says, your little big boys made it to the final. And I'm like, who talks like that? Honestly. And he didn't do anything for me. Now he's in, you know, Dancing with the Stars, whatever the UK edition is. I'm sure he's a lovely guy and a great baker, but I was bleh on John. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Actually, I can look right now and say he's not going to make it out of the next round. He's just not. You know why he's not? Because the next round has two great bakers, Manon and Helena. Manon was French, and she was très belle. And she was, had the accent, which was also cute. And I don't... She was flirty in the way that I think all French people are flirty. I think it's just the way you're raised if you're French. Um, but she was a good baker. And Helena... Oh, Helena, you're going to win. Let's just cut to the chase right now. Helena's going to win because Helena was hilarious. The Halloween baker, the goth baker, Noel Fielding's favorite baker. Um, she made all sorts of creative things. She was witchy. She was. She knew who she was. This is one of those times. Yes, she had a character. We get some Russell Spooky now. Um, she knew who the character was, but I don't think that was a character. I honestly think that was her maybe just dialed up to 11. Huh? Where have we heard that before? Where is that a really good thing? Oh, yeah wrestling who are you turn it up to 11 you're gonna be successful that was helena she should have gone farther than she did she beats Menel. uh dave dave is the one who gets his stuff knocked over by sura um dave loses some points and here's why dave does this entire quarantine season this is a recent season they're all in a bubble he can't leave and he's got a pregnant fiance at home. Maybe she was just fine with being left by herself for however many weeks while he went off to film the Bake Off. But it's not a good look to just up and leave your pregnant partner um, to go make a show. Now, Maybe his career took off. Maybe he's had better luck. You know, maybe he's made some money off of it. And so that helped. Because remember, there's no prize money. Sorry, I hit the microphone. There's no prize money. You're, you're doing this for a glass cake tray. You know, I, I'm sure you get sponsorships and your Instagram takes off and you become an influencer and all of that stuff. And maybe Dave did that. But that was the first thing. And my wife and I just looked at each other and I was like, I would never leave you if you were pregnant to go film a baking show. Uh, but he'll beat Luke. Luke was a 14th seed. Luke wasn't very memorable. Let's move on. Another hard matchup, 6-11, Henry and Terry. Terry was great. Terry had whims another whimsical guy like Rowan. He'd make it into my all-elderly scene. Um, he was whimsical. Uh, he struggled to get it. You know, his Eiffel Tower collapsed. He was going to do this little sheep or cow, like kind of painting on the chocolate. That didn't work out for him. Um, but he was entertaining and enjoyable. I was happy to see him in a holiday episode. Uh, but he will lose inevitably to Henry. Henry the young kid, Henry with the tie, Henry who may or may not have a relationship with with Alice. That was, I believe, I don't want to say a scandal, but I go to the, some of those British websites. Ooh, your British like tabloid website system over there. Oh my, oh my, oh my. 
Uh, but Henry was great. And again, somebody who was a who could go toe to toe with Paul Hollywood, told him to shut up, was you know was a little cheeky with him. I liked Henry. Henry wins. Thought Henry should have done better, though I then realized we were just waiting for Peter. That was setting the stage. You need to have some wrestling characters who set the stage for someone else to go beyond them. Henry set the stage for Peter to win. Kim Joy and Roshika. Uh, Roshika was fine. Kim Joy, I, again, another acquired taste. Did not like Kim Joy at first. Thought she was annoying. Um, Thought the cutesy kind of anime bakes were dumb but the more I watched the more I'm like you took risks in terms of your flavors you did like a plant thing which was good you know the cutesy thing there's a market for it I'm sure she has a very successful career outside of you know this um again take who you are turn it up to 11 Kim Joy played the game correctly and made it into the final Rosie and Stuart Stuart is the PE teacher not bad. Forgot to put the tomato jam on his cake in episode one. And then Rosie's the veterinarian. Um, we didn't like Rosie at first. Um, she was just kind of annoying. Because um, you, you have to have kind of that character, too, in there. She was a little bit annoying. And then actually when she came back for a holiday episode um, and then won that, we actually were much bigger fans of that than her. So Rosie, again... Uh, someone we had to watch a few times to get the appreciation for. Oh, my God, we're 45 minutes in. I'm doing it. We're doing the whole thing, guys. Just buckle in. It's going to be a long episode. Lottie and Priya. Priya was a novelist, apparently. Good good for you. That's the only thing I remember about her is that she was a novelist. Lottie. Lottie was good. She, play, she played the game being the, you know, again, not saying she was overly flirty, but she was able to <clears throat> interact with Paul and Prue in a way. She wasn't afraid of Paul and Prue, so she played the game that way, which I enjoyed. So Lottie wins, and then getting a bye. <clears throat> Let me have some more water. Obviously, Raul. We'll talk more about Raul. Raul, it's either going to be Raul or Giuseppe, really. Don't you think so? Don't you think it's either going to be Raul or Giuseppe? Um, he gets a bye. Whew. 46 minutes in. We are ready to start the second round. Uh, our first matchup, David and George. One seed and eight seed. David didn't do anything for me. He really didn't. Like, he was good. And again, you watch him and you start to appreciate the little things if you watch these seasons more than once. But I can't say I was in love with him. Um, I liked other people in that season better. And so I'm going to give the win to George. George is going to upset a number one seed and uh, and make it to the next round. Ermine and Victoria. Victoria was good. Again, she was at 13th seed, but she didn't make it very far, and Ermine was a wizard with pastry. She made some stuff that I was just like, yes, I will go to your bakery. Uh, I will give Ermine the win. Mark and Chiggs. Ooh, <clears throat> tough. Tough, tough, tough. Mark and Chiggs. I like Chiggs. I do. And again, I got the story of why he was there. And, you know, watching him, 
like figure stuff out and grow and he's obviously a very smart guy but i really liked mark and you know he i thought he was great you know he's working with kids that's always going to work for me um had kids that were there you know was a personable guy i'm gonna go ahead you hear that mrs manson chig's lost chig's lost mrs manson mark's gonna get the win john with the hawaiian shirts and brendan sorry john (laughs) sorry john um brendan and his buddhist you know i i've toyed with buddhism i've read some books i've listened to some podcasts it sounds like something i would be interested in studying further if i had the time um and I know you're all going, you're a teacher. You watch too much wrestling. You have the time. I, uh, I got a podcast. I got to go. Uh, Brendan gets the win over John. So we're down to four in that bracket. Giuseppe and Karen. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. Karen, I'm sorry. I wish I wish you could go further, but the Italian stallion Giuseppe will not be stopped by a sassy... <laughs> A sassy person offering him a Swedish meatball. Uh, Giuseppe wins. Rowan and Briani. Oh. Oh. Rowan. I don't know if Rowan ever did a bake right. And what I mean by that is he had grand plans that he could never (laughs) find. I don't remember if in any of those shows he finally did a bake Like, they just kept saying, do it more simple, do it more simple, do it more simple. And I appreciate it and applaud it. But again, Karen and Rowan, I wish we could keep you. But Brianne's got to get this win. Maggie and Steph. You know, Steph won Star Baker a bunch. Like, calls her mom. Her mom says you got to be more confident. And I agree. The the therapy. I, I would like to know. How many people go on from being on a season of the British Baking Show and just immediately go into therapy? Um, Because that's what it seemed like. It seemed like this poor girl needed some therapy. And we all wanted to, like, you know, bring her into our homes, make her something to eat, and then just kind of drive her to the therapist's office. Uh, I'm giving the win to Maggie. She looked like my mother-in-law. She was very, she just, everything, even when she screwed up, she forgot to put flour in a recipe and did it with a smile on her face. Like that, that means something to me. Maggie wins. And then we have Ryan of the key lime pie and Christelle. The fact that I couldn't remember Ryan for a minute means that Christelle must win. All right. Peter and Dan. I don't think I talked a lot about Peter because he had a buy. I didn't like that he said we. We a lot. We is a word in America that we don't use unless we're talking to a child who needs to use the bathroom. Like that is not something that is in our in our uh, lingo. Um, so the fact that he said we, the fact that he was really into badminton was a little weird. But I liked Peter. He was good. Um, again, great story. The story of the kid who's watching wrestling. The boyhood dream has come true for Peter, not Shawn Michaels. Uh, that's a great story. Uh, and so that will get him a win over Dan. Um, you know, oh, another idea for a season. Uh, I want a partner season where you have to be working with somebody. Um, 
And then we need redemption season for guys like Dan and the next guy we're going to talk about, Jurgen. You, you couldn't have made it to the final. That's the rule. You couldn't have made it to the final. Who were the best bakers that didn't make it to the final? Not just semifinalists. Who were the best bakers like Dan, like Jurgen, like Henry, maybe, um, who didn't make it to the final? I want a season about that. All right. Peter wins. Uh, Jurgen and Amelia. Yeah. Amelia was good, but her bakes weren't great. She's she's out. Jurgen wins. Lizzie and Ruby. Ruby was was fine. Like she made it to the finals, and I had no problem with that, but Lizzie is amazing. Lizzie wins. And then we've got Michael and James. Uh, kind of similar. Michael wasn't necessarily a mad scientist. Michael knew how to tell a story about, you know, his mixed heritage. He's part Indian, he's part British. Was he Jewish as well? I can't remember. Um, Michael knew how to tell a good story. People are figuring out how to play the game of the baking show, or maybe just the producers are figuring out how to write good uh, television. Um, but James was James should have won. I, get, I know. I, I just said, you know, the redemption. You can't have made it to the final. But I'd make an exception for James. Raul and Lottie. All right. Who doesn't love Raul? This, he, he drinks a glass of milk. And again, you know he figured out. He turned it up to 11. That's, you know that's, that is how he is as a person. You know that is how he is on a day-to-day life. But he's just so much more of that on this show. Great baker. Amazing baker. Um, you know, personable, funny, the nervousness, the the, the comments, the fact that he's like so naive. He reminds me a bit of our friend GQ and our friend. We grew up with it. He's actually a, like a third or fourth cousin of mine. Um, we call him Hyman because uh, that's his last name. There's not a sexual reason why we call him Hyman. His last name is actually Hyman. Um, but, you know, he was, he, you know, I, for, High school into college, he was, you know, just he, not very worldly. We had to explain some things to him that other high school and college kids would know. Um, and I think he played into it a bit because it was kind of the character. But uh, we love Raul, and Raul defeats Lottie. Rosie and Kim Joy, you know, it took us a while to appreciate Rosie, although my wife, I will say, loved Kim Joy from the beginning. She thought she was very out there and great. So we'll give the win to Kim Joy. Henry and Dave. Uh, yeah, again, I didn't care for Dave. He was fine, but Henry wins. And then I am having Helena beat John. You're done, John. You're out. We now have two of our five Bake Off winners eliminated from the tournament. We're down to the Sweet 16, everyone. George and Mark, right? Wait, no. George and Hermine. George and Hermine. And again, George, he looked like Rusev or Eddie Kingston, um, which is fine. But Hermine was great. Hermine wins. And then Brendan is going to defeat Mark. Uh you know, valiant effort by Mark, but our villain shall not be denied. Brendan gets the win. Giuseppe taking on Briony. Two great stories, but Giuseppe has to get the win there. 
Maggie taking on Christelle. Uh, we'll take the one my wife likes over the one that looks like my wife's mother. Christelle gets the win. Um, do we have any seeds that made it all the way through? No. One number one has been eliminated. One number two has been eliminated. Fascinating. Peter and Jurgen. Ooh. 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 Peter and Jurgen. See, we could set it up. What I should have done is I should have tweaked it so that Giuseppe had to battle Jurgen in like the final, the elite eight. And then, then we could have talked about whether or not they were going to have revenge or any of that. Peter and Jurgen. You know, Peter was good, but he wasn't great. The story was good. The, you know, some of his bakes were, were a little weird. I, I'm going to go ahead and give the win to Jurgen. Mrs. Manson, Jurgen's into the Elite Eight. Hope you're listening. And then we've got Lizzie and James. Ooh, another tough one. Lizzie and James. You know what I will say? Mad scientist James. There were one or two times where he said, and I think, again, I think this is the early seasons. There's a thing where he says, you know, I, I said that the worst strudel, I think, was it's sad that I remember this. I said that the person with the worst strudel would be eliminated, and I think that the person who had the worst strudel was Sarah Jane. That's a dick thing to say. I don't care if it's right. That's a dick thing to say on this. You're supposed to be all great. Like, you're supposed to be all positive. That's an American thing to say. Uh, and so because of that one line, and because Lizzie was just so hilarious, I am saying that Lizzie will advance into the Elite Eight. Raul will defeat Kim Joy in a repeat of the final from that year. And then Henry and Helena, both from the same season, Henry and Helena, Helena, Montana. Um, you know, the, the Wicked Witch thing was cool and all, but I, I really did like Henry. I wanted him to win. I really did. All right. Our Elite Eight. We have Hermine and Brendan. Hermine was good. Pastries were great. But Brendan could do all of that and more. So Brendan gets the win, makes it to the final four. Giuseppe shall defeat Christelle again. Repeat of the final. Giuseppe is in the final four. Jurgen and Lizzie. I really liked Lizzie. I really did. I thought Lizzie was hilarious. And she, like, her bakes just kept getting better. But they're, again, Brendan and Jurgen would be a great tag team. That would be, if we had a partner thing, that would be something I'd want to see. Mrs. Manson, Jurgen's making it to the final four. All right, Jurgen advances. And then we have Raul. Oh, Raul and Henry. I'm sorry, Henry, we can't. We, we gotta We gotta let Raul in. All right. We have two number one seeds, a number two seed, and Jurgen, who is our number five seed. It is entirely possible that this is now a victim of recency bias. The fact that I saw season 10 recently and all the conversation we had in the bestie chat. Had we not had that conversation in the bestie chat, I don't think Jurgen would have made it this far. But let's, let's just be real. 
Uh, and you know what? We, we, we called it earlier. We called it earlier. Giuseppe is going to defeat the villain and defeat Brendan. Raul will defeat the German juggernaut. Uh, in Jurgen, our final is, as we knew it would be, Giuseppe versus Raul. It's a long pause. I honestly don't know. Giuseppe was great. Incredibly talented. Beautiful bakes almost across the board. Great story. You know, the son of a baker. Now, could you make the case that if you're the son of a professional baker, that probably means you spent some time working in your father's kitchen? Are you a professional baker? Should he be disqualified? I don't think so, but he had the training. Raul, from the sounds of it, came over from India and just kind of started baking because it was something to do and realized he had a gift. Natural talent. Both naturally talented, but yeah. I think we have to give it to the quirky, hilarious... Um, paranoid, uh, you know, glass breaking one of his entire jars shatters during the final. I think our winner of round two of the tournament is, I think it's Raul. And I think if we were going to go and have the winner of this one take on the winner of the last one, Raul versus Yan... I think Yan won. Didn't Yan win? Yeah, Yan had to have won. Raul might be the best. Like, when I get to, when we watch, because, you know, these are things we put on when we go to bed. These are mindless things we put on uh, the TV. When we get to the Raul season, I know I am going to be entertained wholly. Uh, yeah, he might be the best. He might be the my most favorite baker of them all but there are so many so so many and it's sad to me to know um that there's no more bake-off and that we're going to be losing seasons i want there to be 50 episodes 50 seasons of the bake-off i just want it to keep going and i want this podcast to keep going which means i should turn my attention to tag teams and marvel movies and many of the other things that you count on here at the joy of booking experience So for now, I will say goodbye. Thank you for joining me for 62 minutes. We made it almost as long as Ric Flair and the Royal Rumble. Um, 62 minutes of just nonsense blathering about uh, the the bake-off. Those chicken burgers were tasty. I won't have any more. I'm full now. That was fun. I appreciate you. Hope you are well. Hope those you love are doing well. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I'll see you the next time we celebrate. The joy of booking or baking.